0: I'm Ash and I'm Z and welcome back to mistakes in the making so we're still in bloody lockdown and I don't know it's just one of those weeks where it's really getting to me and I know that this entire situation is so over discussed now I mean I feel like sometimes it's all that people can talk about but I don't know I get it because we're still trying to make sense of it and grapple with it because it is a huge deal you know we all had plans that have just gone to shit Uh and maybe life will never be the same because of it but it's been a learning curve at least that's how I rationalize um and Yeah, maybe we're just like learning lessons along the way. But I find comfort in knowing that on some level we're all going through the same emotions and we're all trying to figure out this new normal that we weren't ready for. And sometimes I just need to hear and believe that everyone's going through a similar experience. So I don't go insane. So let's chat about this limbo that we're in
1: it's kind of like you need to figure out if someone else is also going through the same shit as you so then that way you don't feel like alone
0: yeah yeah it's exactly that because then you know it's just not as scary then but yeah how's it been for you
1: Here's what I have to say, though, before that. I thought that you as an introvert would low-key be thriving in this lockdown (laughs) situation. Like, not having to meet people, not having to deal with social anxieties. Like, (laughs) chef's
0: Yeah, and I feel like it was like that, but it's just been so long, and now it's come to a point where I'm like, I just want to go out and enjoy the simple pleasures that I did before, like, going to the mall to get something, or like, watching a movie or going out to eat and I know like it's insane that everything is opening up now and this is what we wanted but not like this not when everything's still unsafe and it's just probably gonna make it worse um yeah Yeah. I was literally like texting my friend the other day like I've told
1: her so many times but I wish I could go to like IMAX cinemas and watch Tenet so badly i missed the movies i didn't even realize it but like it was such a like staple of my life like i would literally mm-hmm. like go to the movies every month almost with friends in college or here and i'm like oh god i miss the cinema
0: yeah i completely get that and i feel like we've all had to adapt and form this new routine um yeah, how has that been for you? I mean, I don't think I
1: have a routine and that's low-key a part of the problem. Like, initially people were like, oh, you need to set a morning mm-hmm. routine. And I would be like, ha-ha, fuck off. But <laughs> now I feel like them, those people might actually have a point that it might be important to have a routine because I'm in a weird limbo. Like, if I have to wake up at, like, mm-hmm to record a podcast like I'm doing today I'll just wake up at noon and then do my thing (laughs) I don't really have much of a routine I wake up at like two every day and then I just start working immediately and then I kind of take a little bit of a break go for a walk um sometimes and if not my mom chastises me about not going for a walk um yeah, and then I just like do my thing. If I have to meet someone, I meet someone in the evening and then night starts and I start working properly from for my job that's on America time.
0: Hmm. I mean sleeping patterns have been super weird, right?
1: Yeah. My dark circles are just not leaving and I'm like, okay, at this point they're just a part of my face. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I feel like dark circles were like a permanent feature on my face the first few months because I was still like at uni when we went into lockdown. And I was like, I want to enjoy these last few months in this country staying with my friends. And yeah, my flatmate and I used to just stay up late watching shit like partying just she and I and yeah, just not really caring much about sleep. Because we also had to do work. So it was like a bit all over the place. And I didn't feel rested. But then, I don't know, it just got to that point where I was like, I can't live like this anymore. So I've just had to like make a routine for myself. Like timetable everything out. To a point where it's like, okay, after this time, it says no work. So no work, just go to sleep. And yeah, I think it's working out right now, but, like, it keeps changing with the mood, doesn't it? Yeah, I definitely realized that when
1: you were at uni, you would, like, sometimes, like, get wasted and stay up to, like, 3 a.m. And I was like, oh, wow, what a chill lady. <laughs> and then you came back to and then you were just kind of like, I gotta sleep at 10. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> what happened? Like, with me, who, like, sleeps at, like, 5 in the morning and you who sleeps at 10 and wakes up at 9... It's literally like having a partner who's <laughs> living in America. Like I think it would yeah. be even easier for the podcast if I did stay in America.
0: <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. I feel like for me at least, I got into this cycle of like this really unhealthy lifestyle where I did have fun and I got shit done, but it just wasn't a healthy lifestyle in terms of like sleeping patterns, eating patterns, and just taking care of my health because it's like, okay, yeah, I don't want to work out today because I'm sleepy. I'm going to sleep in and like, I don't want to cook. I'd rather just like order in and eat some junk. And I feel like I just gave up on taking care of my body and myself for a few months. And yeah, I feel like that relationship has really just had to change because I'm spending so much more time with myself and it got to a point where it's like, my body does so much for me and I got to give back with like with enough like water or enough nutrition enough good nutrition and exercise and just like and be thankful for like a healthy body that works yeah but how has it been for you oh uh,
1: yeah definitely um I had a roommate, and we were fairly unhealthy in terms of what we, like, ate, the kind of lifestyle we lived. Like, it was actually mm-hmm. madness. We would literally just be like, ah, shit, I don't want to cook today. Fuck it, let's just order in. Or, like, you know, we go to the grocery store and be like, let's just get a frozen pizza, you know, just for the day when we don't want to cook. But then that ended up being, like, three yeah. days. Yeah. So and that was pretty unhealthy. So mm-hmm. we had a really wild routine. And also, we both had work, so we both had to be up at, like, 9 a.m. no matter what happened so we would like literally sometimes like you know stay up to like two three doing a puzzle because we were bored and then we were just kind of like okay let's go to sleep but then we take like an hour to go to sleep and then we'd be like ah gotta wake up so we were like living on like five hours sleep as our norm
0: mm. which was not great in the class <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> not um so true and you and I were fortunate enough to live with really really good friends who we love so much but I feel like the lockdown has been really testing friendships and I know it happens anyway in your 20s but I feel like this has just been like a catalyst and yeah it's just been really eye-opening personally.
1: Dude, very eye opening. You find out who your real friends are because, like, um, like now there's literally like no excuse to not text back. You know? Yeah,
0: what I mean?
1: yeah. And also sometimes I feel like I don't know. It was just like, like you know, sometimes when plans get cancelled last minute, mm-hmm. you're always just kind of like, oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah, okay, this came up. I totally get that. Now there's literally no excuse, and the only excuse would be if you tested positive. That's it. Yeah, and like I really know who my real friends are they're like three people who I consider like the real ones and I'm like mm, not anymore
0: bitches mm. yeah I get that and I also feel like I've made this dis- distinction now between friends you like go out with and hang out with versus the ones that you can like call when you're having a shitty time and like yeah. they'll be there for you which I don't know has been surprising because there are a lot of people that I guess you would expect to be there in that sense, but they're not. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Like
1: literally, like I had a lot of school friends, and I would that I would like actually consider people I can call in an emergency, Mm -hmm. and then a few that I couldn't. But Mm -hmm. this lockdown has really just shown me that a lot of them that I thought that I could like call in an emergency, not really. We're not that kind of friends. I think it might be just time and distance. But then there were quite a few who like you know and by quite a few I mean like two but uh Mm. there were two who I just became really close to like shout out to this one girl everyone knows who she is but like we literally meet like three (laughs) times a week now and we like go on walks but and she's one of the most insightful and amazingly brilliant people I know and I'm so happy that like I used this time in lockdown to get to know Mm. her and become closer to her yeah it's just a wonderful thing now it really does suck though to find out that one of your friends is not a real one during this lockdown Mm. where like Mm -hmm. literally it's just been so chaotic and then on top of that you kind of realize that people who you valued and gave importance to in your life don't actually deserve it
0: yeah yeah are you
1: experiencing something similar is it just me going on this like diary no
0: no it isn't just you like this is taking me back to our toxic friends episode and we spoke so much about just the kind of people we want in our life and need in our life and how that's gonna be changing and yeah it's just still like a learning process for me personally to I guess adapt to the changing dynamics and not really get let down too much or not overthink it i'll tell you what it is yeah so it's like whenever i open snapchat and i see the memories i see these photographs of me spending time with these amazing people and people that i thought would really still be there in the same way as they were back then and i guess over the years when i see these memories i see how it's changed and i guess It's just coming to terms with that. And I guess not overthinking too much like, oh, have I not kept in touch enough? Or have they not? And like not falling into that endless cycle of blame, but just learning that this is how it is now. And that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just reality. I don't know. It's always tricky though, because you don't want to sound like, you're making excuses for anyone you just want to sound like how it actually is i don't know it's
1: it's an interesting subject like yeah it definitely does hurt to see snapchat memories especially like during the summer Mm -hmm. when you're back and this time period yeah and you see all the fun shit that you were like you know doing with these people but maybe I don't know I feel like it's definitely not been me who's not try to keep in touch sometimes mm. I feel like I am like overly like out there like I'm overly friendly and mm. I'll, I'll be the one messaging like hey what's up long time let's hang out and then they'd be like mm-hmm. yeah sure but then like flake last minute and then I'd be like okay I guess this is like two months in a row now and then at some point I'm like I can't be like bothered dealing with this person yeah yeah Yeah. sometimes I do try and think are they going through something and I try to reach out but then like if they're not willing to open up then I can't waste my time and energy on someone who doesn't deserve me because I'm a gem of a person
0: yeah and I definitely feel like it all comes down to expectations and what you expect from people and what they expect from you and how sometimes maybe that just gets a bit toxic because then you depend on someone to like fulfill your needs but then the other time it's also like if I if you expect me to do this for you then I expect you to do it in return it can be something as simple as like texting first or like calling
1: dude exactly like I fully agree with you like I think I need to adjust my expectations because that's all I can do right now. Because mm-hmm. if, like, genuinely, do, like, are there, I feel like it, it does an imbalance of expectations. Like, I'm expected to be there for them,
0: mm-hmm. but then, like,
1: yeah. I can't expect the other side. So, I'm like, okay, you know what? Just gotta adjust my expectations right now because that's all that I can do and I'm and, but it kind of sucks because it's just kind of like okay so all those like deep conversations we had all those memories mm. we shared did that not
0: mean shit yeah and it's not like I feel like for me it's not like something big happened like it's not like you had a fight or like something went wrong it's just that you just I guess lost touch, which is so sad. Yeah. But there's just like no excuse exactly. anymore that you you can't make excuses for people. I feel I don't know. 100%. It's just so sad. It's kind of like a loss. Like you're grieving them when you didn't expect to be. Yeah. But like sometimes I feel like yeah, maybe is it just because I'm an anxious person and I'm like overthinking everything and like questioning it so much, or is this how it is? I don't know. People confuse me
1: sometimes. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times, I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, maybe it is because I'm anxious. And I want to say like eight out of 10 times it is because I'm an anxious person and I like Mm -hmm. overthink a lot, especially when it comes to friendships. But then two out of 10 times, it's not. And I'm actually Mm -hmm. right. And this person actually doesn't value me. And oh God, does that hurt. So I'd rather be an anxious person who's overthinking, but then gets reassurance that no, it's just me in my head. Than mm-hmm. to actually deal with having to realize that, oh god, it's not in my head. This is true. This is actually yeah. happening. Because, like, legit, like, I was sharing some of the details with this other friend of mine who's been my friend since literally, like, school days. And she mm-hmm. doesn't really know these people that well. But mm-hmm. she, like, knows of them. And she was like, wait, what? Really? But like I thought this person was literally, like your best friend. Like they like post mm. for you on your birthday and all kind of stuff, and I was like, Yep, exactly. Yeah. And then I'm just kinda like, Oh god, does this person only care about, you know, this like their reputation and having yeah. to like, you know, have the other people be like think that oh everything is like peachy and great when the when the reality is this person is just a mindless, careless mm. person who doesn't value great people like
0: more? I completely get that posting thing because I feel like after point it is definitely just for appearances and to make it seem that yeah you're still close to this person when in reality the people that actually are close to this person probably know that the story isn't what they need it's probably calling or like spending enough time on the phone and keeping in touch properly and by person I mean me I am person but yeah, you'd rather just FaceTime me every so often than, like, sit and post because I don't care about that anyway. Exactly. A
1: hundred percent. That is so true. I would literally rather the same, like oh honestly something that kind of triggers me a little bit is you know when like everyone like takes stories on their birthday and then repost those stories and then I'm just gonna kind of, like yeah. always, I to flip through like 20 stories <laughs> lovely <laughs> just how I want to start my morning and I'm just like yep. <laughs> um but yeah I genuinely don't know if I like that at all it's a really weird mm. think it's kind of like oh my god look how many people love me
0: <laughs> yeah so true uh, speaking of people who love you we've moved back home and I guess we're living with our family after a really long time I mean over the past four years we've just come back to visit and it's sort of like a few months and then like we go back to our normal life living with our friends and how has that been for you because it's it's different living with your family as an adult I feel dude i don't know but i i thought it would be horrible
1: like i genuinely had expectations mm-hmm. of coming back and this being like just off oh, the worst and sometimes it is especially when you're cooped up with your family for a really long time because you can yeah. get on each other's nerves. but like it's not been horrible it's actually been pretty great like i'm thriving i'm oh, actually yeah. living my best life like i i'm genuinely like this is the earliest that i've been in like years i actually care about like you know the small things i've started to focus a lot more and especially like when you're at home you can depend on so many people that you don't actually have to be an independent adult and that's something that's great yeah also like i was mm-hmm. having a conversation with my friend last night who's based in new york and we both thought that we would be the kind of people who would settle in america like she definitely wants mm-hmm. to settle in america mm-hmm. and she. Both had a plan like you know two three years after college we live like in the same city something like that mm-hmm. and now I'm back in Bombay and I would always shit on those people who would always be like I'm oh, just gonna go back to Bombay and live there not even have a <laughs> job and now I'm one of those people and I really like life here mm. I don't know I, I feel like it's two separate worlds abroad and then Bombay yeah, yeah. and it's kind of like you know you don't I, it's it's weird like I forgot to understand how fun Bombay life was because I was mm-hmm. so sick of it by the time the 12th grade happened with all the drama of high school and all yeah. that so I was just kind of like I need to get out of here but now that I'm back I'm like oh yeah. it's actually really nice and also I think the yeah. reason why I think things are really nice is because I've realized who my real friends are and I've mm. let go of a lot of the people who didn't add value to my life didn't value me yeah Because that toxicity really did drag me down. Because in the 12th grade, I had a lot of friends, but Mm. not a lot of good, real grounding friends.
0: Yeah, I definitely get that. Because I feel like when you spend a lot of time in the same environment, especially when you're a teenager, it can get a little toxic or limit your growth. And maybe sometimes stepping out of it and just learning what you appreciate and learning what toxicity you can do away with is what you need to appreciate this place I mean for me Bombay has always been home like I've known I want to come back and live here I mean my family's here and I'm so so close to them but this time I did like feel a shift in terms of yeah I'm coming back to live here now it's not like I'm visiting and I have changed over the four years I do feel a lot more like an adult now and just, I guess, settling that dynamic with my parents of I'm an adult, I need my own time and space. And y'all need yours, you know, even if we're cooped up in the same place. And it's actually been really good. I literally I'm, I feel like I'm forming this new dynamic with them where I'm looking at them as people more than parents who have like lived through their 20s and have been at this stage. And you know, there's just so much to learn, I feel. That's way more mature than me. Like,
1: it's weird to think of your parents as people who have their own lives. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Because it's just kind of like, you always idolize them. And you always, like, think they're great. But, yeah. Like, one of the weirdest things about becoming an adult is realizing that your parents are just people. Who yeah. make mistakes. Yeah. It genuinely is. I feel like that's the whole reason therapy exists.
0: Honestly, (laughs) I've been hearing these wild ass stories about like the good old days when they used to like party and like travel. And I'm like, whoa, y'all are like Uh, actual people. Like part of the craziness of those stories is that
1: in back in the day, you could get away with anything. That's so true. If you were a guy, you were literally like living on top of the world. Mm -hmm, That's so true. true today.
0: Still kind of true, definitely. <laughs> uh, did you see that one post where um, it was like, what would you guys do if there were no men on the earth for like 24 hours? And it was so sad because all the women were like, yeah, you know, I go out for like a jog at night or like hang out with my friends till late at night. And I was like, that is just so fucking sad. Like, come to think of it, we think we're fucking free, but we're not.
1: We're really not. we not you do if men like were there for twenty hours
0: <laughs> i would be braless probably in like super skimpy clothes at a club getting really drunk dancing without worrying about which guys behind me and are they gonna come close to me and just like have a good time with the gals and yeah, not really care about like a curfew and how I'm going to get home because it's going to be safe even if I walk home alone. Um, Yeah, just like be careful. Oh my God. So this is where
1: our thoughts differ. Mm -hmm. You know how sometimes people only hire men as security guards? Yeah. It's a thing. I would find one of those like really expensive stores, museums, whatever, Mm -hmm. that only hires men as security guards and baby's going to get rich. flooding earlier this year I think I can't even remember and like literally my parents on the family chat were like posting photos of the Hermes store that was being like looted because it was water to people's waste and they we were like can you believe that people like go in this water and like loot and I'm just like
0: what a great investment <laughs> 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 I would have never even thought of that and suddenly now I'm so jealous that I didn't like I want to change my answer to that because yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Why Just, not? Everyone thinks Damn, men are like so like, tough, like, you stopped know. Affecting. Hire them a security. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys, if y'all are listening and this ever happens, you know where to meet us. Find the most expensive <laughs> store, and <laughs> Zee will be leading the way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know how, like, in Harvard, your mother Ted was Dr. X? That radio Yeah, host? yeah. And you try yeah. to organize it, it would be just him, It'll be just me going into Palladium
0: and be like, hello, oh, Gucci. So, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a long list of things I want for my birthday then.
1: <laughs> I we casually
0: just about robbery? Like, <laughs> grand larceny? Casual casual I mean don't don't think of it that way yeah guys we're kidding if
1: anyone I mean... wants to like pull some stunts and report us we're joking
0: yeah are, are we I... okay yes uh, we're joking No, we're joking the laughter made it clear right yes ha 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 but yeah honestly what I would do to just like go to a store and like window shop for like an hour not get anything,
1: get some ice cream and go home. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Just seriously, like, I miss Palladium. Yeah. I want to go there again. Yeah. I also really miss the movies. I know we've said this before, but seriously, yeah. I want to watch Tenet and like Sonam Kapoor, <laughs> what in London was making it a story, and I'm like, I'm so jealous of Sonam Kapoor.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm. See, this is what I mean. It's really like, up and down for me, my emotions. Like sometimes I'll be like, Yeah, this is a good thing because I'm like hanging out at home and like whatever, it's been fun. But then I'm like, But this is not normal. This is not how it's supposed to be. And I kind of miss yeah. like the old life.
1: The only reason we're actually here and not going back like to abroad right now is because of this pandemic.
0: Yeah. Like should has changed so much. I know, like, we had our entire year planned out to like the month or even the week of like yeah we'd be working here like studying here in this city and yeah it just has just gone all to shit and it's a huge loss that I think will hit us eventually but I don't know it's like sort of this helpless feeling right because you can't really do anything about it. No one could have uh, at all. But like it just still didn't work out.
1: I know it's so genuinely depressing, but it is what it is. You can't change the past. Just embrace yeah. the future. Set a routine for yourself, guys. Yeah.
0: Even
1: if it involves waking up at 2pm every day.
0: True. And honestly, um, no bras. No bras. <laughs> At home all day for so long. Like, that's kind of a win, right? I guess. Making myself feel better. What <laughs> does that
1: say though? It takes a global pandemic for women to experience comfort.
0: That's even shittier, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when we go back to normal, our boobs will be jailed again. Yeah.
1: No, but seriously though, um,. It's kind of sad that we're in this pandemic and I know things are getting easier and that we don't have it rough per se, but it still kind of sucks. So if you're all in a little bit of pain because of this pandemic, we're in pain too. We'd all be in pain together. Pain party. Woo! Virtually. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and also we know that mental health has been absolute shit the past few months. I mean, I know that we feel it. So if you guys ever want to talk to us about anything or want us to talk about something, DM us, let us know. Because like we started off this episode, Um, sometimes it just feels better knowing that other people are going through the same thing and you're not alone. And I promise that you guys aren't. So yeah.
1: Absolutely. We're here for you. Your friends might not be, but we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. Really just going at these
1: people today. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, if you guys are wondering why there isn't a guest this episode, well, shit happens. People have to reschedule, but mm. we- we're going to have guests really soon. Next week, this time, we actually see it as a guarantee. Yeah. If not, you get yeah. your wife Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah so true and they're going to be discussing some really fun things and how i guess they've also coped in lockdown and learned to like be professional or find the humor out of it or make some really cool creative things so yes yeah, so we're excited to have them mm-hmm. taking our
1: little baby mittim to a new level. I think now it's like our mm. infant mittim because it's no longer a baby.
0: Yeah, shit. actually,
1: no, I'm 22. And my mom says no matter what happens, I'm always gonna be her baby, so mittim's always gonna be our baby. But you know,
0: anyway, this
1: has been a very long episode, guys. So yeah. we'll see you next week. See you guys. <audio>: Thank you.